It's fair to say that this week starts and ends with a bang. Keep listening if you want to know more about the astrological energies of the week ahead. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. So let's talk about the astrology for the week ahead. We have some small little energies going around, but when you add them all up, they actually become quite influential. When I say small energies, what I mean is like last week, for example, we had Jupiter harmonizing with Saturn. And, you know, obviously sometimes we get, you know, something like Jupiter or Uranus changing signs or Pluto changing signs, which are all massive events. This week, it's sort of smaller, softly, softly. But like I said, when you add it all up, it could be quite an interesting turning point week. Let's start by addressing the fact that Mars and Venus are clashing with Uranus. Mars at the start of the week on the 26th of June and Venus at the end of the week on the 2nd of July. So this kind of bookends the week, even though obviously weeks are man-made things, you know, we we decided to split the year into seven days and all that. So it's a man-made thing a week. But, you know, from this week's podcast to next week's podcast, it will start with a bang and end with a bang because clashes like Mars square Uranus or Venus square Uranus are um, they're, they're very much like a banging sound. I mean, the banging sound that I hear is, I don't know if you've ever done it. I've done it when I've been space clearing, when you bang together two saucepans. Have you ever done that? It's a really deep, loud bang. And that's kind of the sound um, of uh, of the skies this week at the beginning of the end. But in between all that, we also have some really positive energy. Just to break it down a little bit, Mars clashing with Pluto can be kind of a rather angry energy. It can be people being overreactive. It can be people just really getting a little bit overexcited. A little bit of shouting is possible, sudden changes that people didn't necessarily see coming, feeling a little bit upset about life. And, you know, generally it sort of like very much speaks of knee-jerk reactions, for example. I was listening to someone else's podcast this morning, a man called Jim Fortin. Check him out if you've never heard of him. He's great. I'm trying to get him on the show as a as a, a guest, actually. And he was talking about how important it is to be non-reactive and about his uh, brother-in-law, who's a shaman he's been working with for years and years, and about how his, his brother-in-law is always just like he said, a pool of cool, clear water, no matter what happens. And Jim Fortin himself was saying he used to be very reactive and he didn't necessarily show it, but he would get very wound up inside when things didn't go his way or someone bugged him. And even if he didn't show it on the outside, it changed his inner state and he'd be very... And so one thing he's learned over the years is that he doesn't want to allow other people or external events to change him, to change his state because he aims to be in balance. So that's a really good lesson for all of us this week. And 
you know, over the coming few weeks to think about if things do go a little bit haywire for you this week, see if you can be non-reactive. See if you can stay in the same calm state on the inside and the outside. See if you can dictate how you feel rather than allowing people on the outside to change your state, you know, cause you, you know, inner or outer stress or tension. And just be really careful as well. You know, there could be a real feeling of, I want to break free at the start of this week with that Mars-Uranus connection. So, you know, just think about what you're doing. As they say, do not cut what you can untie. Don't cut what you can untie and try not to be too impulsive. If it feels like you're being giving too much of a knee-jerk reaction, then just slow it down. So all that said, we do, so we have that sort of rather chaotic energy at the beginning and the end of the week. And let me just actually recap for you a little bit as well, you know, transiting Venus square, Uranus at the end of the week. It could actually be nice. It could actually be that you get an amazing, unexpected, slightly shocking or unusual display of affection from someone or display of feelings. Maybe your feelings will be a bit unstable. They might be a bit up and down. But it could be that there's a sudden turnaround to do with a re- an important relationship for you um, or a financial situation because Venus is all about um you know, love and abundance, uh, an abundance of all good things. And remember as well, Venus is in the shadow phase of her retrograde right now, but more about that a little bit later. Okay, so that there the bookends. For the rest of the week, we actually have some pretty darn lovely and very comparatively, especially stable energies. We get on the 29th of June, the sun is harmonizing with Saturn and Venus is harmonizing with Chiron. So, you know, there we have stability and we even have the chance for healing in one or more important relationships. Um, If you've had a very fraught time with your partner or your ex, that can start to turn around now. There can be healing. Ditto if you've had very difficult situation of difficult feelings around money. It's a very good week to to kind of work hard for what you want because the sun trine Saturn is going to help you get what you want. And then again, you know, working with what for what you want can actually mean that there is healing in your life to do with important relationships or financially. And who doesn't want, you know, happier, more stable, healed relationships and a healed relationship with cash. We also have on the 30th of June yet another very positive alignment, which is Mercury, the planet of communications, making a harmonious aspect also to Saturn. So what you need to know about Saturn is that Saturn is very much the concrete planet. It's the fearsome planet because it's very strict, but it's also very stable. It's about the long term. It's about the long haul. And it's about calming down when things have been a bit chaotic. So Mercury trining Saturn this week actually works really well because we get the Mars-Uranus clash at the start of the week. Then we get Mercury moving into Cancer. So it's everyone's going to be expressing themselves in a slightly more caring manner. Then we get the sun trining Saturn, bringing harmonious vibes, uh, stable vibes, 
vibes of things going in the right direction, vibes of working towards what you want in a slow and steady kind of way that brings success. We get the Venus Chiron healing vibes around love and money. And then we get Mercury harmonious aligning with Saturn as well. So it's going to be a good time for conversations about laying out a path of the future, talking about what you want, what your needs are, and actually being that cool, clear cool clear water that I mentioned being that calm person so really you know focus on that this week especially at the start of the week then we get the retrograde of Neptune so retrogrades uh, happen to all the planets and now it's Neptune's time now when a planet goes retrograde there can be delays in matters related to the planet so in the case of Neptune going retrograde it can be a time where maybe your spiritual practice slows down maybe you stop working on your dreams so much maybe you just go into a less mystical or introspective period that's absolutely fine but know this it can also be a time where you actually get longer to focus on your spiritual life so just as it can be it can go either way it can be your spiritual practice slows down or it may well be that you get a bit longer than you expected to really work on yourself spiritually and I always remember someone I don't remember exactly the details but I remember writing a horoscope about the year ahead and promising someone I think they had Jupiter in their 12th house uh, that you know it was going to be a really good year for spirituality they'd be able to develop their spiritual practices and she wrote to me and she said oh my god is that all I'm getting like the chance to (laughs) you know increase my spiritual practices isn't there anything interesting happening and I remember being quite shocked by this because obviously for me being very much on the spiritual path and I need like everybody needing all the help I can get I thought it was wonderful Uh, but no she wanted other things so you know Neptune is the planet of mysticism and spirituality and it's currently in the very mystical sign of Pisces so this retrograde you know will help us to really to have a longer amount of time to tune into this Neptune in Pisces energy and if you want to to rework your spiritual practice Also note, though, that if you have been involved in anything shady or shifty or someone's been a bit shady or shifty for you with you or you've been a bit disappointed or even deceived, there could be more lessons about that coming. You kind of almost need to look at your personal chart to know how much this applies to you. But especially if Neptune's been clashing with any of your planets as it's moved through the last degrees of Pisces, it can be a time where you get a bit more of that and the point is not to upset you or drive you to the brink or, you know, just make your life misery. It's actually because you need to open your eyes up. With Neptune, and I know Neptune very well, it's very powerful in my chart, it's very easy for us to put on rose-coloured glasses, you know. So are you putting on rose-coloured glasses? Do you need to wake up and smell the coffee Or, you know, are you doing the Neptune thing and meditating and communing with the divine? And hopefully if you're doing that, you will get through this period just like you have got through everything else. Meditation is so good for you right now for all of us with Neptune starting the retrograde and therefore being a little bit triggered. Really do that if you don't already do it. Just go onto YouTube, Google guided meditation or, you know, join me in my Mainly Moonology membership. We've got tons of meditations 
in the meditation library or do whatever you want to do, but just make sure you make time to meditate. And as they say, make it a non-negotiable in your life, a daily meditation. So let's talk again a little bit about the Venus retrograde pre-shadow phase. I did discuss that a little bit in multiple posts I've done on my website, yasminboland.com, on Facebook, Instagram. I even did a reel about it, I think. But we are now in the Venus retrograde pre-shadow phase. That started on June the 19th. So Venus retrograde is a time to reevaluate everything, but especially relationships and your self-worth. Okay, so the pre-shadow phase means Venus has now gone over the degree of the zodiac back to which it will eventually retrograde during the retrograde cycle. We are now in the early stages of Venus retrograde. So one of the things that uh, Venus retrograde is all about is about reuniting with someone. It could be with a family member you've fallen out with. It could be a friend and it could even be a lover. I actually put a post on Facebook saying that and I had so many people going, oh my God, I'm never reuniting with my ex. He or she was so dreadful. So obviously, if that's how you feel, don't worry. It's not like the planets are going to impel you to reunite with your ex. But if you would like to reunite with your ex, Venus retrograde certainly brings second chances in love. It also gives you a chance to reevaluate everything. So, you know, just stay tuned over the coming weeks as we go through this phase. I'll give you more and more information. And I do have a free mini course, which is a kind of taster for a full course that I have about Venus retrograde and how to use it to your advantage. The URL for that is moonmessages.com forward slash VR for Venus retrograde, moonmessages.com forward slash VR. And uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. But yeah, it's free. It's three parts and it will give you an outline of what Venus retrograde means, how to work out what it means for you, and also a taster if you want to do the full Venus retrograde course, which I would love you to do because it's an actually amazing course, completely transparent. I recorded it quite a few years ago now. Before I was sort of I don't know, maybe a little bit more professional in the way I record things. So it is just me sitting at my dining room table with my garden of the time in the background. Um, But that, you know, and I looked at that and I thought, oh gosh, should I re-record it? Because it doesn't look that great. It looks okay. It looks fine. I mean, it looks fine. I I did my makeup, (laughs) but I didn't re-record it because you know what? It's a really, really good course. And also something very magical and mystical to do with Venus retrograde and broken relationships and friendships and so on and so forth. And an orchid took place while I was recording it, really kind of bearing witness to the truth of this Venus retrograde cycle. So I haven't re-recorded it. It is as it is, which was, uh, and I would say it was recorded probably five years ago now. I'm not quite sure, but it's really good. Moonmessages.com forward slash VR if you want to do the um, taster course just to find out how to make this magical cycle work for you. And the fact that it, what it did for me when I was recording it really made me feel that I'd recorded something a little bit special, if I may say. Okay, so also we need to mention the fact that we are now in the waxing moon cycle, okay? We're in the waxing moon cycle. We know that because we just had the new moon, okay? The waxing moon cycle focus should be on 
personal growth, personal development, manifesting, and really most importantly out of all of that, because it's the thing that people forget to do, taking action. Because, you know, as much as it's lovely to make our new moon wishes, and who doesn't love setting new moon wishes? I love it because what is it? It's a chance to just close your eyes and imagine your perfect reality. And, you know, if you know anything about manifestation, that's how we manifest by believing something to be true. And when we close our eyes and we do our new moon manifesting together and it's all really beautiful and we've got a little smile on our face as we make our wishes and set our intentions, that does do what Abraham Hicks called putting it into vibrational escrow. In other words, that it starts to become a reality once we can really feel it in our body as a reality. However, We are now in the waxing cycle post the new moon phase, and we also need to take action. So what actions are you taking? One thing to remember this week is to be disciplined in terms of whatever it is you want to achieve, because that Mars Uranus clash at the start of the week could upset the apple cart. You know, it could upset the apple cart because, you know, when we want something, we sometimes we have to be a little bit disciplined about it. So think about what you need to do in order to achieve whatever it is that you want to manifest. And then look at what you could possibly accidentally do, Um, you know, maybe losing your temper or pushing too hard or uh, being too reactive you know, and then you come back to, okay, well, I really better do some meditation this week because I really want to get the best that all this has to offer, including the waning, the waxing moon cycle. Um, yeah, so, you know, just make sure you stay um, aware of that. Plus, we have just had Jupiter and Saturn harmoniously triggered. So hopefully you are feeling in a relatively good place. I would really encourage you at this point to Focus your mind on the idea of freedom and stability, okay? And you might think, well, they're very opposing things. You know, if you're free, are you stable? If you're stable, are you free? Well, I would argue that one of the best states to be in would be to be free and stable. So, you know, maybe spend a little bit of time, you know, and just make some notes in your journal. What does being free to me mean? You know, what does stability mean to me? Put them in your journal, write it down and start to think about it. Because once you start to break these things down in your head, you will start to be able to manifest them. Because remember, it's not just about the wishes that we make at the new moon, although they're very important. It's what we actually believe to be true 24-7, whether it's the waxing cycle or the waning cycle, or if Jupiter's harmonizing with Saturn or clashing with Pluto or whatever. So think about what freedom and stability mean to you. And if if they're two values you'd like to bring into your life, get a little bit clearer on what does freedom mean to you does it mean you know I mean and I would say excuse me some of you will go oh well it means having you know loads of money for that I would have to win the lottery try not to make it things that you in your head probably already feel that you can't do because you know most of us know our chances of winning the lottery are not that great uh, statistically speaking we can't really you know bank on it uh, literally speaking so what else can you do that's within the bounds of reality to feel freer and more stable it really 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 will pay you to do that this week okay and finally just to really sort of bookend the week remember we end with another kind of exciting energy could be a little bit shocking there could be some shocking 
news about relationships or, or money. And funnily enough, we'll get a second bite at this cherry because Venus is going to retrograde all the way back and we'll clash with Uranus again during the Venus retrograde cycle. But hopefully it's going to translate the Venus clash with Uranus this week is going to clash at with the best last news you expected to hear about love or money. So embrace the positive vibes this week. Do think about freedom and stability. You know, the more positive you can be in your mindset, then the more likely you are to manifest good things. And we are in the waxing cycle, which is the manifestation cycle. And, you know, if all else fails, get your journal out and engage in a gratitude practice and do some self-care. All that will help you make the most of what could be a slightly electrically charged but overall amazing week which leads to unexpected turnarounds and everybody feeling a lot more stable. So I'll leave it there. Thanks for listening and I'll speak to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you'd like to stay updated with the moon and moonology and astrology and all the other things we cover, be sure to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You'll be notified whenever a new episode is up. Also, it would mean a lot to me and my team if you could leave us a glowing five-star review on your podcast platform of choice, please. That actually helps more people find us too, which spreads the love and surely also brings you amazing karma for taking a moment to help us out and to help other people find the podcast. Have a great week and I hope to speak to you next week. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you want to take Moonology to the next level and manifest the life of your dreams, join our growing community of magical people who come together to lift each other up as we meditate, manifest and reclaim the magic that has been inside us all along. Head over to mainlymoonologymembership.com and awaken your true powers.